What's going on, guys? It's Yahavi David Sinclair Speaks, and you are now tuned in to the Sinclair Speaks show. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app and start your journey today. It's that time. What's going on, guys? It's your hobby, David. St. Clair Speaks. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks Show. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks Show. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast. I'm your host, Yahavi St. Clair, and we are sitting with another special guest, a connection made and established through LinkedIn. One of the most powerful apps that you could have, you could have access to, is LinkedIn. Instant connections with people in your market, people who are inspirational. You know, me and Susan were talking before we started. Um, so I am already 30 minutes into this podcast interview. I'm getting you guys up to speed. So with further ado, Susan Gotti. Hey, hey, Sinclair. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. Hello and welcome to everyone out there. I'm so excited to share some of my expertise today. I want to, first off, I want to thank you for, you know, the conversation that we was having offline. Then I was, I had to just switch like, okay, boom, lights on, let's go. And um, I, I was just, you know, tongue twisting with the, with the introduction because I'm like, okay, you know what, I want to, I want to say this, I want to say that, but I don't think anyone could speak more to your brand and your business and give the strong introduction like you can. So if you can just give us a good, maybe two to three minute introduction on what you do, your brand and business, and your backstory. Awesome. I'd love to. Thank you so much. So Susan Gaddy is my name. I, I like to say that I am a former learning executive turned business owner and CEO of MXID Consulting. And after you know over 20 years in corporate learning, I took a completely different path. We were actually, Sinclair and I were having this conversation. I ended up in real estate, right? Craziest, craziest left turn to ever take. But as someone that spent an entire career in what you would consider a back of the house kind of position, where we were creating all these tools and you know things that were helping people to grow their businesses, to be the person on the front end of that, now using and needing those tools was a completely different perspective for me. Totally like you know, kind of that 180 switch. And I think that moment is what gave me, you know, the, the desire to ultimately become a consultant and business owner and to helping my fellow coaches and consultants to create wildly successful training programs that truly drive results. Because honestly, what I realized that I was creating for so many years was really good knowledge. And don't get me wrong, we need that. It's really important. Um, but when you own a business and when you're trying to grow your business, the knowledge is not what gets you the results, it's the action. And what we found in the majority of the training we were doing from a workshop perspective or a, you know, a course perspective or an e-learning module, all of those things were knowledge-based. So we were getting really, really good at creating amazing courses and training and programs that created great knowledge, but we lacked the ability to stay connected at the most integral phase, 
which is that second you step out of the classroom and you go and you implement. And we were having this conversation. I think this is just such a fun way to think about it, but let's pull the thread on this whole thing, right? So you go to class, you learn all this great stuff, you get pumped up, you pick up the phone call if it's a sales call, you go and you do that first marketing assignment. The first time you have to go on LinkedIn and, and you know put together this piece that's gonna introduce you to someone else. And what happens? It's terrible. It doesn't go very well. <laughs> you know, the first time you try something, it's incredibly awkward. And the second that happens um, for the majority of the population, if you are not surrounded and supported and guided and connected to the source of that original information, you will most likely say, that didn't work. That wasn't for me. The course was great. You put your book on the shelf and it's over and it's over and it's done with. And so, you know, we kind of completely, so for over 12 years, I've, I've owned an instructional design company. And, you know, we always said that we were really vested in driving results, but honestly, what we were really good at was creating great awareness. And so we had to almost scratch the entire business. We, we really burnt it to the ground <laughs> about two years ago. And the, the two most amazing things happened. So um, this two-way continuous communication platforms, and I'm talking Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Teams, Slack, uh, Workplace, um, all of a sudden you had a virtual place to stay connected outside of the classroom and that became the game changer. So we have um, you know, made it our mission to help our fellow coaches and consultants to take their amazing workshops, to take their amazing content and to turn them into these high value, high impact, longer term programs where you have the ability to stay connected through the virtual world and stay on the journey with people as they're learning to implement the pieces that you're teaching them. And that's what I'm here to share with your audience today. So let's dive into that because, you know, you know, again, we were talking a little bit offline. So to catch everyone up, uh, you know, I'm just going to ask this question again. Sure. So what is what is visionary training and why is a workshop beneficial now mm -hmm. more than ever? So visionary training for us is in and we've kind of made a fun little hashtag out of it. It's, it's beyond the workshop but it could be beyond the book. It could be beyond the e-learning. It could be beyond the four-day training class. So again, to sort of just reiterate what I was saying earlier is that, you know, there's kind of three big problems. We call them the big three that this workshop model, this knowledge model has, and they're this, results don't come from knowledge, they come from action. And when you're in a course, whatever that course is, whatever you know mode of that course, you're not in the real world. You're, you've been pulled out of it. You're in a classroom, you're on a computer. Even if you're doing a simulation, like you're still not doing it live for yourself. And so what happens when you leave that classroom, you almost never get back to that facilitator. There's no way to get back to them and say, I tried this and it didn't work or I tried this and I didn't get the right result. And there's no way, right, you know, to, to get back to that. So results don't come from knowledge, they come from action. You can read all you want, you can take the, as many classes as you want, um, but it's not until you hit that implementation space that you actually know whether or not you can do this for yourself. 
Um, the second problem is people don't remember what you've taught them. We play with the number 16. So number 16 is my favorite number. So it takes 16 touches from a marketing standpoint to have somebody remember anything. So when you bring them in for a two hour training and you've taught them 10 different things, the likelihood of them remembering any of them, let alone one or two of them, is very significantly low. So they don't remember what you taught them in, in two hours. So we really encourage the majority of our trainings to be five minutes or less, 10 minutes or less, 15 minutes or less. Focus on one topic and then give people the opportunity to go out there and come back in. Um, and then the, the third phase that we, we really run into and in that again, in this workshop model or, or if you're isolated in an e-learning course, taking action requires a breakdown to breakthrough. And this is exponentially true for anything where you're going to have to step up or step out in a way that you've never done before, right? So if you're doing anything around entrepreneurship, if you are doing anything around mindset, if you're doing anything around sales, you know, we're, we're, it, the requirement is that you will show up and do and be and act in a way other than you are today. And our internal temperatures are not gonna allow that to happen they're going to shut us down. We talk about limits, blocks, and derails. And unless you're in a longer term program where you can stay connected to someone that can help you to identify what's happening, keep you motivated and moving forward, you will simply stop. Your growth will stop. So, you know, we love workshops. We use workshops all the time, but they are not the result they are the start of the journey. So our mission is to help people really to understand that and to figure out then what do I do, right? Because our workshops are really good. We have lots of great content and with some very simple tweaks and changes and additions of technology, you can stay connected to your people for much longer and really drive some significant change and result, which is really the end game of what we're trying to do. Which leads me to my next question, because I, I, didn't, I wanted to let you go. I didn't want to cut you off. So are you seeing, because for me, I'm now jumping into the whole, you know, coaching and consulting during the pandemic. I, I wasn't established before, right? For the coaches that had something going on, more in-person, you know, workshops rather than the online. Mm -hmm. um, is there, you know, we, you mentioned offline, not the how-to, but um, is there any uh, teaching on implementing that and how to kind of like build that presence to do uh, webinar workshops. So are you asking if um, how to take a webinar? So webinar workshops are great. You know, you're going to do a one hour workshop. That's amazing. But remember, you have three significant problems you have to overcome. So you taught something, something new. But what happens when they go and try on their own? How do they get back to you? So one of the things that we help people do, I'm going to give your people four tips right here. Um, actually, let me make it just three. I'll make it simple. Um, you need to create a mechanism that in the virtual environment allows you to stay connected. So I'll give you three. They're from the simple to the complex. And it, it, you know, it really depends on the scale of what you're doing, which one makes the most sense. So very simply, you can create um, a very simple communication channel that allows the person to get back in touch with you. Email, create a dedicated email account. Voxer is very popular. Um, WhatsApp app, 
you know, any of those things where once someone takes your workshop, then they go out and they try it. How do they get back to you if it doesn't go well? What if they need, you know, a tweak, a guidance, a this, a that? So simply having a very simple email communication platform established for a set period of time automatically skyrockets your value and your impact and it allows you to charge more. I can tell you what. I, I, as you said that, I'm like, yo, she just solved my problem. Cause I can tell you, I can tell you this right now. Yep. That's that, that is, again, it's number one, it's accountability, but two, that's something I didn't, I didn't have going on. Right. Yeah. But if I don't hear you, if I don't, if we don't connect, I don't hear that. So, I mean, yeah, again, like you said, that's the value of networking, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, yep. you know, your connections help you address your pain points. And that was yeah. one that I was doing as well. Um, this let, year, let me, let me give you just something because I think yeah. I think that's a basic one. There's a yeah. lot of problems with that. I don't want to spend time on it. If it's fine if you have five clients, ten clients. If you want to grow a business with fifty clients, to have all of them emailing you any time of the day or night is going to be a nightmare. So there's two other ones that are a little bit more to set up, but actually help you to scrub, scale and grow more easily. And the one is to simply having a shared folder. Um, Google is perfect place. Create all of those how-to resources that people might need. We do recorded videos through Loom. We put them in a shared folder. And when someone emails and says they have a problem, we shoot it out, shoot it out, shoot it out. Um, so that's really easy. And then the highest level of what you can do is to actually purchase a membership type um, software. And believe it or not, sometimes like building an online community, we, we run a lot of our groups in Facebook totally free. We run them in Facebook. You can do them in teams. You can do them in, there's so many programs coming out right now that have those pieces, but they allow for the exchange of information back and forth um, from your phone, because that's the, I always have like have my phone. Um, it's gotta be on your phone because if you can't access it on your phone, you're not going to use it and you're not going to do it. That's why I'm so glad to talk to you right now yeah. because yep. it's a very pivotal point. And that's why something was like, Yahavi reach out to her and reach out and boom, we're, we'll yeah. definitely talk about it offline. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to dive in. I'm itching to dive into it. But I can't <laughs> dive into it. Um, it's crazy because it, it's good because it's webinar weekend for me. Um, I'm going to have, you know, cause yeah, I just became a dad last year. So oh, congratulations. yeah, you know, it has been an incredible journey. I tell you what I have, I have, uh, you know, oh, man, I've experienced so much at, so much as a, as a stay-at-home dad when she was born um you know where I was at this what time last year been home this year with her I mean you have no yeah. idea what a gift that is yeah yeah it, it, it's special uh this time last year my life was completely different because I had to be a stay-at-home dad and that was just life showing me hey the future is remotely um so to go to my point this is webinar weekend which which is why I'm recording tons of different stuff on how to and building up my courses and my online presence. Mm -hmm. Hence to what you said about, you know, um, having that subscription uh, kind of a membership, having people sign up per month to get that. Because yeah. I'm at a point, Susan, I, I want to build value, but at the same time, I, you know, I want to get compensated for my time, mm -hmm. right? As you should, We're, you know, no, I, at the end of the day, I'm a speaker. So my thing, anything speaking related, I need to get paid. So that's just how I pitch it to people. And you know, respectfully so, people have paid me for my time. Um, so I want to build that webinar presence, which is why I was asking you that question. And I, I want to 
take that community, go just beyond the click funnel. And I want to, of course, have that in person, but that's unpredictable right now. So yeah. how do you, I, this is going to lead me to my question. So I have two questions for you. Okay. What inspired you to get on this path on consulting and helping people? And how do you respond to adversity? Well, um, so what inspired me to get on this path? So like I, I think I alluded to this earlier. So I've been in training for a very long time. And I did, um, you know, corporate training for some very big, you know, Fortune 500 companies, uh, you know, and then I ran a consulting company for many, many years, you know, where we were doing instructional design, but we were saying we were creating results for people, but we weren't we were creating great awareness and, and getting really good at it. Believe me, we, we created amazing things, but there wasn't a single class that I could point to that said, because of this class, a company grew XYZ, you know, money. Um, you know, the, the results just weren't there. And, you know, what we realized is that this sort of, this long held belief about training and about workshops is not what creates results. It only creates awareness. So we kind of had to, to dump everything. I mean, burn it to the ground and, and totally rebuild this formula of, so where are people getting results? And I had taken a class, this is actually kind of a really fun story, but again, like big corporate trainer, million dollar projects, you know, and I, I, I get signed up for this five-day challenge on Facebook. And quite frankly, it was the most transformational experience I had ever had in my life. And I signed up for the women's program. That was nothing more than a 30-minute video. And every other week, we had a two-hour conversation. And at the end of six months, I had added over $250,000 of income to my business because of what I learned. And so I had this moment when I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like it wasn't ever the training. It was the connection. It was being together. It was the coaching. It was the continued guidance and direction when I got stuck. And, and, you know, we set about figuring out what is the secret sauce? What is the formula? How do we take people beyond what we know to be true today about how we learn and turn it into this totally functional, um, you know, space that works, whether you're in person or, you know, in, in the face-to-face -face environment. And that's kind of how we get started. And, and now it's just, it's such a passion, you know, um, we only want to do things that help people to change their life. And it's amazing to work I, every day. I get to work with coaches and consultants from so many different lines of business, so many different um, places in the world, but they all have one goal is that, you know, for them, it's not about somebody learning how to do something from them. It's literally about them changing their life because they did. And we want to be, we want to be connected and involved with anyone that feels that way about their expertise. And we want to make it as easy as possible for you to do that. That's our mission at my company to make it as easy as possible, as frictionless as possible, because none of this is easy. This is hard stuff. And um, we have to come up against our own mindset blocks and our own limitations and our own visions and views. So this is kind of getting into like your diversity question, 
you know, how do you, how do you handle diversity? You, you got to go inside, you know, you, you have to see yourself and understand yourself in a way that is really uncomfortable. And there are so many moments in this journey where, you know, I didn't think I could keep going. It, it just felt so overwhelming. Um, but as you work through that with someone else, I, I, you know, I like to call it the internal temperature, you know, and my temperature for being able to be visible in the world, to share myself in the world used to be like this teeny little tiny thing. And, you know, you have to keep pushing the ceiling on that and pushing the ceiling on that. Um, you know, and, and those are journeys that doesn't happen in a workshop, you know, it just doesn't happen in a workshop. So, um, I hope I answered both of your questions in there. I always feel like there's that moment in time where you realize what you've been doing is not actually the right thing. And that the amount of courage it takes to put it down. I mean, I, I burned to the ground, um, you know, a, 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 a six plus figure business and started at zero. <laughs> and, um, you know, but there was no going back. There was only forward. And I'm so blessed for some of the most amazing people along the way that did two things for me. So some of them taught me new things and showed me how to run a business in ways that I didn't know how. Um, but I also got connected to people that pushed the limits of what I believed to be true about myself. And that work, those two pieces together is what really creates the most impact that you can have. Connections make awareness. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much, yeah. What you said to hint that point. No, yeah. it, 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 it's big. It's, it's huge. And um, there's so much truth there. I'm just talking to you now. Uh, this is why I love podcasting because it's really, it's really, it's my secret sauce with networking. I get, like, right? Yeah. Because I get, I have all this goodies. I'm because I have these contacts. When I look at previous episodes, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to contact this person and I want to learn about this today or yeah. this yeah. person. And it's so incredible. And I'm just listening and I'm like, and I have all these pain points and in a conversation, just listening to you talk, you solved one with what you mentioned, people don't have anywhere to go after, you know, yeah. you teach them X, Y, and Z. So it's important to have that, you know, connection. I mean, we're connected on a click funnel, what happened in real life. Right. So, you know, it, it goes a long way. And, um, you also said something that you mentioned, um, you realize you're doing something that wasn't making you happy. Yeah. Can, can you, can you tell me a little, can you tell me a little bit more about that, uh, about, about oh, that? Boy, Have that, you experienced I think those that? Are the, those are the hardest ones, right? Those are the mm -hmm. hardest ones because, you know, it's paying the bills. It's fine. Um, you know, you're, you're doing something close to what you think you should be doing. Um, you know, I think, I think younger generations, you know, don't go into things now thinking it's going to be a lifelong thing. I think my generation, you know, you grow up, you get a job, you stay in that industry and, you know, that's kind of what you do. And so, you know, to, 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 to recognize and realize that you're not being fulfilled and that it's not fulfilling and find the courage <laughs> and the strength to say, you know, this isn't, this isn't okay, that there's more for me, there's, there's more, and that I'm going to, 
bet on myself. I'm going to invest in myself. I've had to invest a lot of money um, in professional development, in mindset space. I work with energy healers. Um, you know, I'm open and receptive to all of it. And each one of them have brought me further on my journey than I could ever have gone on my own. So I'm with you, you know, I am, I am amazingly connected to people that have just, we kind of had this conversation a little bit earlier, but you know, when you are a true expert at what you do, it's not something that you can almost even explain. Like when I work with experts to help them create their content, I, I'm so skilled at asking them the questions that will elicit the answers that will allow me to sequence things for them because it's so natural. It flows from them that they can't put it in order. And so they need an outside person to organize that into step A, B, C, D. Cause when it's a part of you, you don't think it through, it comes through you. So, um, you know, and and the and the and the and this was the other thing that was amazing to me too is that the second you are completely aligned to that expertise, all of a sudden it gets easier. So sometimes when things feel so hard, it's because you're not doing the right thing. It's you're not doing the right thing. You are dropping so much gems right? today. You're just <laughs> like you're just like you're dropping a lot of gems today. I, I you are I, so spot on. I, I have this great article. Um, it's it's my code word. So we all kind of have a code word. And if you get really in tune to listening to yourself, you'll hear it come up over and over again in different ways. And mine was, it's too hard. Mm. And so, and it, and what happened before I had any visibility to it, because it all starts with knowledge. So, so this is why don't get rid of your workshops. We, we got to teach people things. They're unaware and workshops create amazing awareness. So they're a really good place to start. Um, and so when you're unaware, it's just happening to you. But once you begin to have the awareness to it and you start to hear it, that's when you can do something about it. So here's the MO, this is what would happen. I would wanna go do something. The reason I went looking for a mindset coach to begin with, like I said, I had this consulting company. I, I mean, I've been a CEO forever, but I never considered myself that. Um, I just considered myself an instructional designer. And the second I wanted to up-level myself and call myself a CEO, I literally emotionally fell apart. It wasn't in my DNA. It wasn't in my, I don't come from a family of CEOs. I don't consider myself that smart. You know, I had a certain image of what a CEO looked like. And I'm certainly not that, you know, I didn't get great grades. Like there was nothing about me that I considered CEO worthy. So to all of a sudden step up into that position, it's no wonder to me that, you know, that was really hard, <laughs> but I would find myself saying, well, that's just too hard. And I would stop. It would stop me. It was my blocker, my limiter, my derailer. And it wasn't until I started to explore what that too hard meant that I realized it was just my code word for whatever programming it was tripping off inside of me. And then I could fix those. I could change those. So I, I had a moment this morning too. This is such a, a quick side note, but I'm like, I used to say that's too hard. And the two was the stopper. It was the blocker. Now it's not that things aren't hard anymore. I mean, if you want to be a CEO, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to run a business, it's freaking hard always. 
But the word too isn't in my vocabulary anymore. It's just hard because it just is. It's not too hard, so I can't do it. I don't know if that subtlety comes across, but for me, it was just such a light bulb this morning that I'm like, it's not about it, that it's not, that it's ever going to be truly easy. But once you take the two out of it, it's, it doesn't feel as heavy, I guess is the best way to put it. And it doesn't stop you from moving forward. Spot on death and life is in the power of the tongue. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, you know, I recently, and last year, you know, faced with adversity myself, um, you know, I had to go back to, you know, I come from humble beginnings. So when you said, you know, I don't come from this type of background, I'm like, damn, yeah. When I hear the word CEO, like, damn, do I fit? Right. So I'm the first one in my family doing this. So yeah. Yeah. That is, um, that's something I've never thought about, but to hear you say it and it's like, wow, that kind of hints to different, different things. So um, that's really inspiring by the way. Mm -hmm. So hints to that, you know, coming from home beginnings, being exposed to success, also failure as well. You know, I've recently, I can't even say I failed. I, I, I talked about this last week, but I feel like I failed and I won at the same time. You know, we were talking a little bit offline about, you know, real estate and um, somewhat, lo- I, somewhat losing there, winning in speaking, absolutely <laughs> freaking winning, absolutely winning. And, you know, again, the light bulb went off. What am I happy about? What am I passionate about? Yeah. You know, I love speaking. Unfortunately, you know, real estate, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity. And um, it, it's just, it's not, it doesn't really wake me up. But of course, to pay the bills, whatever I have to do to get the job done. However, it, it, I'm not as passionate about it. So I failed my way here, which is going to lead me to my next question. I kind of want to talk about failure. Um, you know, with this pandemic, uh, different things have been exposed to people. People got laid off. Um, some people don't know how to build that. Or is there something that people could learn, um, you know, coming into this, no experience as an entrepreneur, you know, as you said, CEO background, like, you know, they don't have that, for example. Is there something where you touch on that and, and walk people, I don't want to say hold their hands, but um, something similar to that? So in every program that we put together, you know, our principle number three is there's a breakdown to breakthrough and that's really mindset and it's really mindset before mechanics and and really, um, you know, once you've learned the tactical, it's all a mind game about whether you believe you can or you can't, uh, whatever programming you're bumping up against. And so within each of the programs that we offer, we make that a key component. It becomes a part of everything that we do. So um, one of the best strategies that we teach and we talk about and we share on a regular basis and we do collaboration circles about is this whole idea of giving yourself permission to take imperfect action. Because what we found over and over and over again, and this goes back to the heart of You can go to the classroom, you can read all of the books, you can watch as many YouTube videos as you want, but the second it's you doing the thing, whatever the thing is, I always call it the rule of threes. It's not gonna go very well the first time, the second time, and by the third time, you should be all right. People don't get past time number one. They do it once and it's a bomb, right? And they go, I'm no good. This isn't for me. Whatever stories you got, they shut you right down. And we simply don't try again. And I can't tell you how many people I work with 
that they'll come to me and they'll say, Susan, I did everything you told me to. I created the PowerPoint. We did the one hour webinar. I made the pitch and you know what happened? We all know what happened. Nobody bought, nobody signed up. Nobody said yes. And I said, okay, all right, I hear you. I know how hard that, you know, you know, I know how, how much that hurts. I know how good that feels. And then what did you do? Nothing. Okay. So like, you got to do it again. You got to do it again. And you know, that's like, that's our value, right? That's where it cut. Like you can't do that for yourself. Most of us, you know, there's a small population that can, most of us cannot do that for ourselves. And most of us will simply try that one time and quit. And the bigger the stakes, the more money you want to make, the higher you want to take your business, you know, the longer sometimes it takes. And we simply run out of patience to be awkward and comfortness in being awkward. And we don't want to look, you know, not smart enough, you know, whatever it is we're, we're tripping up against. Um, and so we intentionally make a part of every program we do about what's going to pop up for you? How are you going to manage it? And then we have specific techniques that we teach our people to keep them in action because imperfect action and giving yourself permission to be awkward is the only way. It's the only way forward. It's the only thing that will allow you to try the second time, the third time, the fourth time. Um, you know, we started a new launch strategy just this year and I'm on my fifth launch, fifth, okay, fifth. I've spent money on every single one. We, I have a team of people and we have not yet converted to the level that we wanna convert. And so, but I know that this is the strategy. I know this is the way. And I know we just haven't figured out all of the problems yet. And so, we're going to run our sixth in January and we're going to run our seventh after that. Like, you know, it's like an athlete transfer their sport, you know, but most people, and I'm not most people, but most people would have had an unsuccessful first launch. Maybe they would have done it again. And they just would not have had the internal mindset to not take it so personally that they couldn't do it again. And I think if you talk to any successful entrepreneur out there, the only reason that they've achieved is because they just simply didn't quit. You know, and that it takes so much mental mind power, um, you know, to be able to keep yourself moving forward. But I'm surrounded by people that do that for me. Like I hire people to keep me on my game or I would quit. You know, that it's imperfect. Number one, imperfect action. I've, I've never looked at it like that, but yeah, it's like ripping off the band-aid in a sense. I, you know, I wasted so many months because I, you know, I was suffering with the fear of someone cursing me out yeah. with the, I called them about the pre-foreclosure property because it's real estate. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've all those months and I can't get that back. And I started doing it. I started to record myself to, um, of course, you know, keep myself accountable. And I've noticed like it, it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard at all. Yeah. Yeah. But the thought of it was debilitating. It was, it was crippling. Yeah. The it thought of it was debilitating. Um, I'm going to just share this because I think this, I would, I would love for people to use the strategy and this technique instead of running a workshop. So we run live connection events and we run live working sessions. 
So in a live working session, the idea is we teach you something and then you practice it or you're working on it for yourself while we're there to be, to do Q and A, to ask questions. I didn't understand this. Can you tell me this again? You know, most workshops, you're in an hour workshop, they tell you from beginning to end of the process and then they send you off, you go do it on your own. We just, we just stop that cycle. We teach the first piece, then you go do it. You, we teach the second piece and then you go do it. So we can, we can help you there in the moment. Um, it changes that, right? So like we would literally, if that was what we were working on with you, we would say, okay, so the first step you're gonna do is write your script. Go ahead and I'll write your script. And we would literally have, okay, now read it to me. Okay. Da, 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 da. All right. I want you to put your screen on pause. I want you to pick up the phone and I want you to go make that phone call. And you're like, oh, I can't. yep. I'm going to be right here waiting for you. You're going to go make that phone call. You're going to come back here. You're going to tell me what happened. So like we literally will do where we do a night. This is like one of my favorite things to do. But um, for coaches and consultants, we can't, we have a really hard time telling people what we do. It's really uncomfortable to tell people what you do. So we will um, pick a social media platform. We will give you a couple of script templates. We'll come together. We'll talk about what makes a really good introduction to you. And then we'll give you the templates. We'll have you customize them. Then we put everyone on pause and they go to their Instagram and they post it there on the spot. And then they come back and we talk about what just happened. And what we hear over and over and over again is that on their own, they would have never done it. But because they knew everyone on that call, like there was such power and safety and, and, and like, you know, energy in the group and that they were accountable. They couldn't, they couldn't succumb to whatever, you know, was trying to shut them down. The growth in that amount of time in that one hour together is unbelievable. Like that's the stuff we want people doing. That's beyond the workshop. That's value. That's impact. That's when you get people writing testimonials for you that say, I closed 10 clients or, you know, I grew blah, blah, blah. Like that's when you start getting the social proof that attract other people to you. And so, um, and it's, it's all in just making these simple changes to what you're already doing that create that value, that create that impact. I was, I, it's funny you mentioned that because I was creating something the other day, like a webinar, and it was entitled creating a presentation that sticks. It really sticks with your audience, really sticks with your yeah. niche. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, finding that, um, was you know somewhat uh, challenging. Um, number one, I did not know if you would have asked me two weeks ago, Yahavi, uh, who is your target audience? What is your business about? I can't really tell you that. I, I didn't really know. Um, my target audience are more you know podcasters, speakers, mm -hmm. coaches. So, you know, it speaks more to my niche. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't know that, and I'm at a point which is why I'm so thankful for this podcast episode, mm -hmm. where. Again, I, I said, I, as I said prior to you going in, I failed at real estate and speaking is finally going. So now um, to hear how I could improve just based on this episode alone and, and hearing everything that you're saying, it's like, wow, like, uh, is it self, I don't want to say it's self-sabotaging, but it's sometimes we do know the answers. We just don't do it. 
So there's two things when it comes to mindset, right? And again, like going back to results don't come from knowledge, they come from action. So generally when people's, when someone's not succeeding, there might be a gap in knowledge. Um, you know, so you always want to make sure that you're, you know, filling in all the gaps and that you, and that you have those pieces. Um, but a lot of times there is a, a, a block, a limit or a derailer in some something in their mind, in their version of who they are, or, you know, their story. Um, that they don't even have awareness to that keeps them from actually moving forward in that action. And, and the other thing that is really amazing um, is that if you don't do the work to uncover these and dissolve them, move them out of the way, deal with them, then you will self-sabotage. You will get what you want, but you will not believe that you're entitled to it. So you will do something to lose it. So even if you make it, right? So even if you don't sort of deal with the things that limit block and derail and you go forward and get what you want, odds are you will self-sabotage and you will lose it because you haven't changed the programming. We're operating on programming. And what I thought was amazing about this whole journey, and again, I'm relatively new to, to the world of mindset, to the world of like that level of self-discovery. You know, maybe I've been at this for about three years now, and I am a million years away from where I started. Um, still learning, right? Still, still learning, still growing, still, still figuring out different things, but I can go back now and I can see exactly where I was following the same pattern or where the same pattern has followed me my whole life. And honestly, it's generational. So, you know, once you start understanding this stuff and getting that initial piece of awareness, you'll literally go back and be like, my grandmother used to say that my grandfather used to say that my mother used to like, you know, the, the one of the mindset coaches that I work with all the time, she's like, you know, our programming is not our fault, but it is our job to fix it. So we come by this very, very honestly, you know, most of our programming, believe it or not, was set by the time you were five, um, you know, to seven years old. And that you, you know, that is most of your programming. So when you think about that, who are you around? Who is influencing you? Again, people that, you know, you know, your family, your, your culture, your traditions, you know, all of those pieces, and you simply just carry them around with you. And you, then they play out for you over and over again in, in, in different ways, unless you do something to change it. So, um, I, I, you know, the, the couple of the people that I, I work with on a regular basis, like her favorite line is mindset before mechanics, because you can, and, and, you know, and again, which comes first, the chicken or the egg, sometimes it doesn't really matter. Like you might really have a knowledge gap that you need to fill. Like for me, like running a business, I had a lot of knowledge gaps, right? I was a, you know, a trainer, a training person, but I was never a front end business person. So I had a lot of knowledge gaps that I needed to fill. But even once I had that knowledge, I still didn't have the programming of, a successful CEO within me. And until I got that, I wasn't making the money that I wanted to make. And once I got that, then I was. And I was doing things that I never would have done before. So mindset I, before mechanics. Mindset before mechanics. You know, I've seen the value, you know, I've seen the value of coaching myself. Mm -hmm. And when, when you said, you know, rewiring the brain, it's like that heart 
that heart mind connection. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, of course the mind tells the body what to do, you know, you know, going back into well, stumbling into, you know, bad unhealthy routines of the mind and training the mind. So hence to a book I was reading last year, the power, what the power of your subconscious mind, the power of positive thinking. When I started reading those books, my mindset, my mindset changed. My thoughts changed, started more positive affirmations, more positive results. Yeah. And I was at a point where all I had was faith to latch on to and it worked. So when you, when you mention, uh, you know, generational, right. Mm -hmm. That goes back, right. You know, so you, there is trauma there that mm -hmm. you have to revisit, that you have to heal. And this is a healing time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Really. Um, and, and I'll give you my favorite book. So I love hearing your book. I will, what, what was it called? I want to make sure that I have it written down. Over um, the power, the power of your subconscious mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy and, uh, the power of positive thinking that book changed. Change that book life, changed my, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the one, the power yeah. of positive thinking by, um, Dr. Uh, Vincent. So, uh, I'm going to give you another one. It's mm -hmm. called the big leap the big by leap. Gail Hendricks, the big leap by Gail Hendricks. Amazing. One of my favorites, one of my, one of my top five, the big leap. That's good. You know, that's good. I'm going to start asking people for book recommendations. Ask them for their favorite book. Yeah. yeah I'm going to. Always a I'm really gonna, good conversation. That is, why is, why, why that, that's, that's a good question. Yeah. Why that book out of all books? Why? Because it, it is a view into what happens when you go to make a big leap or a big change in your life and how what is programmed in will be what you bring forward unless you do something to change that programming. And they, and he gives really great examples about how it shows up, how it plays itself out, how you can fix it. Um, he's also gone on to create, uh, you know, so this is, I think, really interesting and kind of where our worlds intersect as well. So one of our sort of signature sweet spots is authors. We love authors because they are true experts. They have something in them that flows out onto paper um, and they create, like they change people's lives just with their books, just with their words. But yet we know that 90% of people, when they read that book and it gets them fired up and they want to make that change, when they go to do that change, they can't. They can't do it on their own. So we love to work with authors and help them to create a transformational program to accompany their books. So that the people that, and, and honestly for the authors, it, it, it's a great business venture, right? So like your book, so my goal with a book is that you actually buy the program and you get the book, not the other way around, because we want you staying connected to the author Right. The book, like, like we always say you you're buying our coaching and consulting and we give you all of our content. I can give anyone my content, um, but the value of, of me, of my team and of us staying connected together on that journey is worth way more than my database of my how-to content could ever be. So, you know, we love the books because they get people excited. They give people insight, you know, they, they take them to a place they could have never gone on their own, but they can't help them necessarily implement. 
And so that's why we have a real sweet spot. Like uh, we have a very targeted program for, you know, any authors out there that have been looking for, you know, mostly what authors do is they go on the book tours, which again are great, right? They're great. Um, it's all about what the author wants. Like if you want to take people on a journey, then creating a, a group program that functions in the virtual world where you can stay connected to your people for a six month journey um, is the way to go, is the way to go. And, you know, you can create a lot of impact, a lot of value, and you can charge some really good numbers for that level. Uh, people are willing to pay for that. They're, they're willing to pay. If I told you how much money I spent on programs, it would blow your mind. But I know I can't do it without it. And I don't want to. I don't want it to be that hard. I want it to be frictionless. I want it to be easier. I want to be more successful. And I'm, and I'm willing to bet on myself. Like when I buy a program, it's me betting on me and they pay off every single time. I am looking at you because because mm -hmm. the second you said authors and I'm like, duh, light bulb went off in my head. I'm an author. I have a book I just self-published. You have a book? Yes. Year. Yeah. So that was, I just, hence to, every, hence, yeah. Let hence me to everything. So it's it's available now and well, oh, oh, my camera's actually oh, I can't here. Say, there you go. Yeah. So it's available now in Kindle and paperback edition on Amazon called Sweats to Suits by Yahavi St. Clair. So you see my podcast logo right there. So, yeah, logo. so it's eight chapters. It's inspired by, um, I don't know if you read the four agreements, mm -hmm. four agreements, really good book. I forgot who's by, but I always remember the title. I don't know why I always remember the title, but for some reason I don't remember the author. So I actually recorded this book, uh, voice through text translation. You know, we were talking offline speaker. Um, so when we started shooting in the studio and the pandemic started, I was originally in studio. Now I was recording the book. We were doing an audio book. Mm -hmm. Then I was actually talking to someone on about this on LinkedIn. Then I was in production to do the video book, which is a documentary series, um, you know, bringing people in more into Yahavi St. Clair, storyteller. And That's I have nice. so much vault content Mm -hmm. previously recorded from as far back as say 2017 all the way to now right you you watch my i want to say my lows but yeah some of my lowest times with good voiceover content and all that good stuff to my speaking debut in front of 3000 people at St. John's University TEDx St. John's you went to St. John's No but I'm not far from there so we love okay. St. John's yeah There you go there you go yeah. so it it's been um it's been incredible but when you mentioned book tour, I didn't get an opportunity to do any of that because of the pandemic, right? You know, with COVID, we're, talk to me about this offline. Don't give me yeah, no we'll goodies right now. Talk, yeah, talk to me offline. And this is why I'm glad to talk to you. When you mentioned that, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to, because when you said um, include that with um, services, there's so much different things that I have going off in my head. And I'm, I want to keep this interview going, but I'm really anxious for a meeting with you as well. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I'm going to take some mental notes and, and I wrote some things down I want to talk to you about too, um, especially with that. Um, let me definitely, uh, you know, stay on topic. Uh, I think one of the things that I've recently learned is to, um, you know, connect the dots and connect with people that could help you excel. I think that's extremely uh, important and it's helped me. I, I don't know where I would be without, you know, of course, networking. And letting people know. Agreed a thousand percent. Yeah. Agreed a thousand percent. I, I mean, really what, I when you, when you invest 
you know, when you invest, you're investing for speed, right? So, so you can't like, you know, you can do it for yourself, but it's going to take exponentially longer, you know? So you're investing in speed. And honestly, I, I believe that a lot of reasons, most times people won't pull the trigger, even though they want to, it has more to do with them not being willing to bet on themselves. So, you know, all roads lead back to mindset. You know, all, all roads lead back to mindset, mindset before mechanics every time. And it's been, you know, it's, it's been an incredible, um, you know, experience because, you know, with sales, everything is, you know, does, it drives everything down to mindset, right? Tone of voice, mm -hmm. um, enthusiasm, energy, uh, you know, word choice, all the things that you look at in sales and, you know, just speaking with people, getting uncomfortable, reaching out to people, um, you know, you know, to do what I'm doing on LinkedIn now, uh, forcing, um, you know, connections and, you know, being in the inbox and really just grinding behind the content, getting uncomfortable. Real estate has really built me up to the point where if someone said, hey, no, I don't want to connect with you. I would really just move on about my day. I you was going to say, like, you and I both have the real estate in our background. And yeah. honestly, if you can sell real estate, like... You can do anything. You could do anything. Anything. For, for one yes, it's a thousand no's. And, you know, you, you do so many deals that you never make money on. Like, you know, it, it is just, it, it is a, a thing that you need to, yeah, it's a good, it's a good training ground for that. I, I am so glad that the people that I've, you know, contacted with real estate gave me a really good warm welcome. And, really built me up for this. And that's how I feel about coaching. Um, one of the things that I've learned on LinkedIn, and I, I'm sure you could share your experience as well, um, you know, coaches trying to sell other coaches, their coaching program, right? Consultants trying to sell other consultants, their program. So I don't, it's like the meme with, I don't want to say like a meme with Spider-Man, with the Spider-Man poking, <laughs> at each, poking at itself, but it's like, I want to sell you my program. No, I want to sell you my program. I've been recently coming in contact with people like that, that we're trying to do the same thing. How do you, how do you go, like, I'm, I'm sure this happened. How do you respond to that? So, um, so when people are just trying to sell me something or people trying to sell me the same thing that I the offer. same exact thing, like I would say pretty much your competitors, pretty much like the same exact, not everything down to a T, but yeah. it sounds similar to what you do. How do you respond to that? Well, so here's kind of like my feeling on it. You know, I, unless you're a gigantic player, most of us are, you know, a couple of hundred clients, and that's even a lot, right? Sometimes 20, 30, 40 clients, whatever kind of volume business you're trying to do is really all you need to truly make a great business and, and great career. And, you know, there's a billion people on the planet. So I believe that there are 40 for me and 40 for you and 40 for everyone else that I come into contact with. And I also believe that I, that people like, so how I look at it is I put out in the world, like my job is to stand right here and hold my flashlight and shine my light and speak my truth. And people that need to hear what I have to say will find me. And so when I come across someone, and as a matter of fact, I have a, a call booked with someone else, you know, tomorrow, people that find me even if they're trying to sell me something, 
I want to actually talk to them because I want to know what you're selling. I want to know if there's synergies between us. I can't like partnerships to me are the best thing. And, you know, I um, have a, a program that I've been cultivating. So we have two things that we do because referrals are so strong. So we have a program for anyone that's ever worked with me. Um, referral program. We do, we do special bonus trainings. Like I want to talk to you about your books. Cause I give away a lot of people's books, signed copies that we purchase and we do as giveaways. So we do a lot of stuff like that for clients that we work with, but we have an ambassador program of fellow business owners that we connect. We believe in what each of us sells and we become referral partners for, for one another. Because if I'm shining my light and I meet somebody and I'm not the right person for them, I want to tell them who is, or I want to give them an idea for where they could go to get what they need. And so I really enjoy meeting people that do the same thing that I do. And I always believe that those conversations are worth 30 minutes, but they have to decide that it is too. And as a matter of fact, I just did one the other day and I'm always amazed when they don't respond. So she wanted to sell me something. She was an executive coach and she wanted to sell how she could grow my business. And I was laughing and I'm like, well, I, that's actually what I sell. I work with other coaches to, to see, you know, um, if we can help them to, to grow their business with, you know, the strategies that we have. I said, so while I'm not interested in your program, I'm always interested in making a connection. And I'd love to talk with you. If you'd like to spend 30 minutes talking about what each of us do, and if there's a way for us to be of service to one another, then book time on my calendar. And I know that the people that share the same mindset as me, they will book every single time. Um, they'll, they'll, the, the value of spending 30 minutes with a person over 30 minutes, sending out 50 invites to people you don't know is a no brainer. Always spend your time with a person, spend your time live with a person, um, always make that choice first. And the people that don't want to talk to me, then I, they're not for me. So that's kind of how I look at it. So I actually welcome anybody that does what I do. I want to hear how you do it. You know, maybe there's something I can learn from you. Maybe there's something you can learn from me. Maybe there's a, um, you know, we want to combine forces and hold a conference together. I mean, you never know. You've said this all along. You never know that conversation, what it's going to lead to. And I do believe that the universe has my back. So I believe that if you show up in my inbox, you've shown up in my inbox for a reason. And I'm going to pull that thread every single time. So it's not, it's not a shot to me that you and I ended up on this call today. I just, you know, I'm just, and you know, I'm just like, mm -hmm. that's why I got to meet my mic because yeah. this, in this, in this, in this episode, like, you know, I'm just like, just collecting all these gems. I'm like, yo, you're just like hitting nail on, 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 <laughs> on. And yeah. Um, as you said, you know, anyone that, you know, comes before you is for you. If they don't want to connect with you, then of course, you know, they're not for you. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, really finding the value in, in people's time. Um, I go by intuition. So, you know, I believe the universe has my back too. So, you know, okay. I got pulled in this direction. Um, you mentioned like even holding a conference. I've had um, diff uh, so much different things that, you know, we're, I'm doing with the podcast too and integrating that. Um, hosting the St. Clair Speaks Tour. So, um, you know, I mentioned this when my podcast probably launched back in like in April. Um, 
doing um, headline events, right? Having special podcast live events that I'm doing. I'm doing one December 12th for mental health awareness with awesome. one of my partners, Leslie Robinson, um, awesome. the Transformation Games. So I am, um, you know, I'm always looking to uh, do so much more than what the podcast episode is. So initially when I did, when I wanted to do, you know, podcast interviews, it was okay. At first it started because of Fiverr and I wanted to find another way to make money. I sat down with, I believe, Miles J. Briggs from Relish to Journey podcast. He mentioned, he was like, yeah, I was, you know, people were paying me for interviews. And I was like, it's crazy. I've had that idea. Then I did it. People started paying. Then I said, you know what? I'm going to do some interviews for free because I don't want the hundred dollars you could give me for my time. I want the hundred thousand dollars that we could potentially make together. So once I started to look past that and I'm a seed planner. I'm, I, I'm a seed planner. So there's going to be, there's going to be things that um, even with this podcast, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I said that. Yes. I'm glad I mentioned the book and I'm so glad I did because yeah. I wanted to, um, I, I wanted to go again, like I mentioned, be on the podcast because, you know, me being a speaker was before the podcast. So now to launch my speaking tour, whether it's virtual or in person and do that conference event, I have, um, you know, people I could headline with, have, tons of different vendors. So there's so much different things that, you know, I would want to include you in and definitely we could talk about yeah. it offline for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, I really want to, there's so much things that you mentioned and I'm like, okay, I feel like that. I want to say this was like, this feels more of a, 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 a an episode that was, cause I was making the content, but it more so like mindset coaching in a sense, like like that wire kind of like you you did something here and i think for the people listening um you you focus on the little things and i think the message for well for me is the littlest things that you do have the biggest ripple effects yes and i love that you just brought up that word We, we call it the ripple effect you know we call it the ripple effect and and we know that if we can successfully shift you then everyone you touch is going to be changed as well. So I can't tell you how differently I parent now that I know what I know about how we get programmed, where things get in, what I carry around with me. Um, and I am already, my children are 12. I have, a, I have my oldest guy is 12 and my little girl is eight. And so I'm already positioning them and, and filling their minds with the things that it took me to be, you know, 50 year old to learn. And so, um, you know, that ripple effect is really amazing. And when we talk about that problem number three, you know, taking action requires a breakdown to break through, you know, that really is the truth. Like you really do have to, you know, break something (laughs) when I, when I heard, like, I've heard you say this twice and I want to invite you to think about this in a little bit of a different way. Um, this whole, I failed in real estate. I failed like whatever you were saying, like I failed in real estate and you know, tell me what it is. No, tell me. I want want to invite you to think about this in a different way. Right. So what if you believed, and again, I have to give shout out to my favorite mindset guru, Kelly Ruda. She is freaking amazing. She's my girl. Um, but she, makes the comment, what if you believe everything was happening for you and not to you? And that would totally take away this word failure 
because whatever you learned or whatever you got from the real estate pushed you one step closer to where you are today. So, you know, it's not that you failed at real estate. It's not that it didn't work for you. It's not that you weren't good at it. It's not that it's not any of that. It's, it was the thing you needed to get you where you are today. What if everything was happening for you and not to you? And the second you shift just that little bit of thought around it, there's no more failure and all of the yucky stuff that goes along with failure, like failure hurts and failure makes us feel sad and failure shuts us down and failure makes us not want to try again. But, you know, if things and, and this pandemic is like a perfect example, you know, what if everything was happening for you and those that have gone through the worst possible scenario of losing a business or you know being out of a job like what if you took this time to reinvent yourself to do the thing you always wanted to do i mean that's what i see happening with you you know that's what i see happening with you you know it, whether it was a pandemic or whether it was something else like you could just choose to sell you know and like, that's the story, right? Oh, it's always happens to me. This never works. This wasn't for me. I'm no good anyway. Like what, I, you know, we go right down that rabbit hole. But when you stop thinking that way and you start thinking to yourself, well, what is this here to tell me? What am I learning from this? What is this leading me to? What is the next step for me? What is the next version for me? All of a sudden has nothing to do with failure and everything to do with forward. It's always about moving, you know, forward. And so when I hear the words, and this is like the stuff I'm doing with my kids. Like when I talk about the ripple effect, like when my little guy is like, mom, I failed my test. I'm like, you didn't. He's like, I did. I got, I got the F. I'm like, the F is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I was like, what is this? What are you learning? What did this tell you? Why did this happen? What do you think's going on? And honestly, I got to tell you nine times out of 10, when he gets the bad grade, it has more to do with whatever story he was telling himself about whether or not he was going to be successful before he took the damn test to begin with. So, you know, it's like that, you know, those little things, those little shifts in how we view and how we see and how we talk and how we experience um, are life-changing. So be thankful for whatever you got from that real estate because it brought you to this point. I am, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm so thankful. It's so, it showed me so much more. Mm -hmm. It definitely, and I could tell you this now, it showed me the power of connections, right? I know so many real estate investors that are multimillionaires. I have so many different contacts of real estate lawyers that if I don't know the answer, they know. Right. And, and they, they fill in the blanks for me. Oh my Same gosh. thing with other coaches. Don't even get me started on that topic. I yeah. have to know everything. I can't go coach people if I don't know everything. No, you don't need to know everything. Yeah. I've tons of people that yeah. will always know more than you. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the thing I've, you know, I've learned to be more of a sponge. So whenever I'm in anyone's presence, I'm like, okay, there's always, there's always a message in meeting someone. You just got to really pay attention. So in this one, it's like, okay, the message for me is listen. Then respond. Mm -hmm. Listen, then respond, right? It, it's listen, then respond. So um, when you, or as or earlier in this podcast episode, you know, we, I actually, what is visionary training? Um, uh, why are, you know, workshops valuable? 
and I'm just really listening and I'm hearing and I'm like, damn, as, as you're talking, I'm like, I'm thinking of, you know, we just talked about failure of my experience. And I'm like, oh, that's what I did. So it just, for me, everything connected just by listening. Mm -hmm. So I think when I'm, when I say the message is listening is just listening to where you went wrong, listening to that word you, you've mentioned this er, uh, earlier that 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 safety word right that, that too hard too hard right? too yeah. hard too right? hard yeah that that was that was my that was my um you know that that was my cold word I like to call it my mm -hmm. cold word because I would, would come out of my mouth and you know it wasn't until I understood like what I was actually what that too hard meant to me. And you probably have a word. You probably have something that you go to over and over again when you bumped up against whatever temperature is currently set. And what, what I think is amazing about the whole thing is that, you know, your IQ is set, right? You're only ever going to be a smart, like there's really no changing it, okay? It's set. But your, your internal temperature, your mindset, and what you believe about yourself to be true, that is totally changeable and totally something you can elevate. Any one of us can do. Every one of us can do. And when they talk about, there's so much talk about like EQ and EQ is a bigger predictor of, you know, success than necessarily IQ. I think that's what we're talking about. I, I think it's your internal, you know, wiring for where you're set. And um, we all, you know, we all have it. And when it, when you trip that, I mean, it's just like if you set the temperature to come on automatically when it got too hot, like in my house, if it gets to 69 degrees, the flip gets switched and the air conditioning comes on. It's on a program. It's on a timer. We have that working within us. So, um, so to kind of bring this back full circle beyond the workshop is how do you plan for that? If you want to get to results, if you want to take people on a journey, if you want them to do something different, become something new, you are going to have to figure out how do you, what, how are you going to help people when they flip the air conditioning on and they shut themselves down? Because it's going to happen. We know it. We, we know it to be true. And, and each person has, you know, a different, a different setting. Um, so that has to be a part of what you're doing in the, and that has to be a longer term program. I mean, and, and let me just talk to you about how simple it is. I, I feel like I always make this sound really complicated. You could, you could combine three elements and have the most amazing program and I'll give them to you. So whatever you're teaching people, anything that they can learn on their own, record it as a how to, and put it in a database, put it in a Google sheet, put it on an email buy a fancy piece of software, buy a Kajabi site, whatever, and give people access to it. And then what you're going to do is set up that touch point time every other week, once a month, whatever the interval is going to be. Um, and those intervals of touch point time can simply be collaboration conversations. So we, we have two different types we teach people to do. One is where like you're the coach and you're, it's guided. There's specific learnings that are happening. You're, you're, you know, you're running the ship, you're running the show. The other one is a collaboration event where the, there's a group of people all talking about the same thing and we're all learning and growing from one another. 
you could just adding that one simple element to an on-demand library can change results dramatically will ensure that people actually are going to the on-demand library because do you, do you know what the results are for for how often people actually complete the courses that they buy 12 percent 12 percent of the people take the courses and actually complete them so all that time and energy and money on these how-to pieces they don't even get looked at but the second you pull people together and at the start of that, you say, okay, the topic is going to be on XYZ and it's located right here in the, in this database site. And in that you're going to find this tool that's going to help you. I will go and watch what happens to that course. Cause you can see on the back end of your systems after a collaboration circle, and I've called out one module, the, the, the view rate skyrockets. So, you know, and, 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 and you've gone from you know, high impact, high value. And it's not complicated. Like, I feel like everybody feels like this is so complicated. It's not, it's just different from what we've done before. And we're placing emphasis on something completely different. You know, most of your how-to content should just be recorded, whether it's a video or just an audio or both, you know, a little guided worksheet. So when you're working, you have it, that, that's really all you need to build. The value is in your time together. Um, and, and that right there can change completely be a game changer to whatever program you're looking to build and it's a price changer because on-demand courses are a couple of hundred dollars programs where you're connected to the authority are a couple of thousand dollars. That's the thing. And this is why I was saying like, Hey, it's like for me right now, it's, it's webinar weekend. It, it's my weekend to, um, I've done this before. Whenever I have, whenever I have the, the, the house to myself, I, you know, I have to go all in with the recording of the content because of the little one. So I have so much more time. So, um, uh, one of the automation systems that I'll tell you about it offline, you know, you know, it's official. And that's the thing. Um, I started this web series earlier in the year called app recommendations for entrepreneurs and small business owners, but I was just giving out, you know, just informative apps that I've found, you know, beneficial that's helped me get to this point. Um, and just, you know, giving out all that information. So it started with, okay, that one, then there was part two app recommendations, part three app recommendations, part four. Now I'm at the point, I'm like, okay, I want to make all that, you know, content informative, like, as you mentioned, having that mm -hmm. membership, you know, kind of webinar thing. So um, there's a host that I have in mind to, to, you know, use that. I kind of, I'll definitely talk to you offline about that mm -hmm. stuff. There's so much I have to write in. Um, but yeah, you know, finding and creating a presentation that sticks and, and with creating a webinar course now and building that traction now, I was fitness professional for seven years. Mm -hmm. So I know December going into January is my busy season, right? So I'm closing out this year with a lot of podcast episodes, um, a lot of collaborations because attention, attention, you know, you hear Gary Vee talk about it a lot, attention, attention, attention. Um, so I, I want to make sure I'm staying in front of people um, as much as possible, which mm -hmm. is why I love the podcast. So teaching people how to, not to say how to podcast, but yeah, how to monetize your podcast, you know, get guests, all of that. You know, I'm involved in so many different groups. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I, I, you know, I'm at a point now, 
personally where I've given out nothing but, you know, informative content in return, I did not see um, that return financially from people or testimonials. So there's just a different way I would operate now versus how I was operating before, which is why I'm saying, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about such and such offline um, for that uh, main reason. So yeah. building my presence, I also need someone to take that chance on me as a big, um, you know, big sign on client, right? Uh, I just made some adjustments as a consultant with um, my proposal, what I offer, okay. uh, my services a lot more in depth in explaining everything. Um, with that being said, um, it, it, it's hard. It, it's just like personal training. Okay, how many lives have you impacted? That's what they're going to ask me. Right? So how do you, say, first-time consultant, I'll just use me, for example, how do you break ice? I think it's a really good This question. is such a good question. I am so happy that you asked this question because mm -hmm. every single person that starts out has the exact same problem. Right. So, so people want the proof, right? How, how is what you do really good? What's, what's the proof? And there's a couple of ways you can go about it. So let me give you two really good ones. So um, you belong to a lot of groups. You can create something and ask and get 10 people that you will give it to for free in exchange for them being willing to give you a social proof testimonial that you can use on your sales page then. Um, so that's a really good way to do it, right? So pick a number of people, go into a group, um, have it be your ideal client, have them take it, um, and you can ask for them. You can do it as an exchange for free. So that that is a really great um, option. So so especially if you're really, really, really in the beginning um, that that we did a lot that we did a lot. And honestly, I learned a lot because we we haven't talked about this at all, but never build anything in a vacuum. Don't spend six months building content. You, you, you go out with the least amount possible and make sure it's actually what your people need and want, and they will tell you. So, you know, we, we want, and like when we, when we work with people, we want you hosting events, sharing your content within the first 30 days. If you're waiting six months to share your content, you, you don't even know if you're building the right thing. So um, get your stuff out there any way you can, whether it's for free, whether you do a beta and charge a reduced price. We have a whole beta strategy that we teach people how to price for beta because you can get paid for your betas. Don't think you can't. Um, and uh, that's a big thing for people. That's a big mental block. I can't get paid. I'm not the expert, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the other thing that I will tell you is that as original as we think we are, we are not the first person to do whatever it is we're doing, okay? So there is someone far more successful than you that's already done it and use them as proof. Use them as proof. You know, very few of us are ever really ever doing anything for the first time. We're simply putting our spin on it. So, um, and just give credit where credit is due. So in the beginning, before I had my own webinar um, content to show how it worked, we use the big people. We use Amy Potterfield. We use Gary Vee. We use, um, I'm trying to think of the other bigger names, and we would show them the kind of results they were getting by using this very strategy. And so, um, you know, use it and give it credit. Those are two really good ways to manage that. You're still on mute. 
Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Which is why I really, um, which is another reason why I like the podcast and it, it gives me so much more credibility. Yeah, what? sure. He's, mm-hmm. He sat down with Susan. How did, how did he meet? Right. So people are going to inquire like, yo, how is this guy? Right. So for me, um, that's something I recently started um, looking at, looking at from that standpoint, and also previous episodes, of course, speak for itself. So if I'm pulling all these people, I'm talking to everyone, we're having an hour and a half conversation, two hour conversation, you know, that's that social, uh, you know, proof and volume. If I was speaking to my podcast niche market, but with the marketing, like you know, you said, asking for the testimonials, and um, yeah, I, I think th- that was one of my biggest hurdles, and the other one was. I want to say initiating this, it's funny because I have such a huge sales background. Um, I'm going to say, you know, making the sale, asking about the sale. Um, but yeah, so I tell you what, let's do this because I want so to much talk fun. to you. I want to I talk to you. It's been so much fun. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you so uh, for, for, uh, for my own personal gain and my professional gain. But um, I know we're pressed for time. So let's, um, de- we're definitely going to stay in contact. I'm definitely looking forward to, um, you know, everything that we talked about. I have to pretty much put everything together and yeah. send it to you for you to review. And yeah, pretty much just go from there. Um, awesome. Is there any closing thoughts that you want to leave the audience with today? Yeah. So I would love to invite anyone that wants to figure out how to go beyond the workshop to think of me, to think of my team. Um, We offer tons of free resources. And as a matter of fact, we're putting the finishing touches on one of my favorite ones. We've just started the series called hashtag beyond the workshop. And we have created a um, three session audio um, program with an implementation guide. And so we will, that's going to be ready to go on Monday. So that's, it's called beyond the, um, beyond the workshop. And it's a three-part series. You can access it from my website, mxid.com, actually mxidconsulting.com. I will send you the link um, when it's ready to go. Um, And if you wanted to share it, that would be amazing. Um, And we are on both Facebook and on um, LinkedIn. So by company. So I'm per, you can uh, please friend request me on LinkedIn, Susan Gaddy. But where I store and keep all of our free training content is on the business channels. So my Facebook channel, which is MXID. Um, I think that one's just MXID. And LinkedIn is MXID Consulting. So uh, those are really great places to get connected with us. Um, we do a monthly live connection event where we teach some of our strategy. And then about four times a year, we do an actual seven day program where we teach our whole strategy on how to create an irresistible group offer. And I would love for anyone that has any interest in creating truly transformational training programs that will scale your business, get you out of the one-to-one, get you out of that 24 seven hustle burnout mode and be able to serve as many people as you wanna serve to truly get connected to us. Cause it is really what we do and do really, really well. Oh my gosh, Susan, uh, thank you again for your time. Thank you awesome. again it's been amazing. And I, was, and I, I love, I love hearing your story. I love, I love I, everything you have going on so much. I am, I am so glad that we got 
in the chance to do this interview. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I feel great. I feel so much better coming off this interview than I did coming in because my energy was high coming in. Now my energy is even higher and vibrant. I know. I always um, say I like, I blow up technology all the time. Like my energy blows up technology. It all is the just time. like, wow. People are, you know what people, people are really inspirational. Uh, again, uh, Susan Gotti, this is the St. Clair speak show. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. I'm sorry to hold you up. I'm going to, no, um, great. If, if you I can, what time it was. yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize too. Um, can you send me your best contact email? I'll put up everything that I like pretty much all in one. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. And I'll send that over. Thank you again. Sounds this good. will be, up. I'll Friday. have, thank you. I'll have this up by Monday just so when the workshop's ready, we could Roll it out. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. And and um, tag me too, because I'll, yeah. I'll share it as well. Awesome. Thank you again. I'll okay. talk soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. And it is a wrap. I want to personally thank you for streaming this episode of the St. Clair Speak Show podcast, featuring CEO and founder of Imix ID Consulting, Susan Gotti. Now, don't forget to visit the links directly in the description and sign up today for Susan's workshop training. If you're a coach or you're a consultant that's looking to go from cold to consult, this workshop training is for you. Don't forget to visit stclairspeaks.com and stay up to date with St. Clair Speaks Show updates. But before I let you go, subscribe, like, and share the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast streaming now on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, YouTube, Radio Republic, Breaker. We're coming to more platforms near you. And I want to personally thank you for streaming this episode of the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast. Like I always say, it's that time. I'll see you in the next one.